Okay. Um, hello? Hello. Mine was doing weird things. <laughs> um, it's because it's yours. Welcome to Anxiety, Depression, and the Real Questions. I am Kimmy. And I'm Claire. And I have the brain of a goldfish, if we're being honest. You know, like yep. how big a goldfish is? That's how big my brain is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a headache that mm-hmm. I have now had for two weeks, if not longer. I don't keep track of it that well. Um, uh, it is in my apartment, the bug apocalypse. Uh, what type of bug? It's those little millipedes that are like an inch long, you know? Like, you can literally Google like East or Central Texas like millipede problem or whatever and like pictures gosh. of them will pop up. Oh my gosh. And it's awful. That's like, horrifying. Like, we, the problem hadn't been as bad recently, but like a couple of months ago, I think I remember telling you about this, like a couple mm-hmm. of months ago, it was really bad. Like I was... Seeing like hundreds of them inside the apartment, like hundreds every day. That's terrible. And it would be like you'd kill like three and like 12 more. And we have like darker fake wood, linoleum, whatever floors in our living room and kitchen. So they blend in. Mm -hmm. So like you'll like step on them. Oh. oh, and it's the worst. And they they emit um, a chemical for multiple reasons. One of them is to break down like the food they try to eat or whatever. And another is like a defense mechanism, which is one reason they don't have very many natural predators because they smell bad. So like when they are in danger, they like ball up and they emit this thing. And so they smell awful. Like when they sense they're in danger. So like as you when you kill them, they smell bad because, you know, as they're dying they bleh. um we'd gotten like sort of gotten they they like dark like damp places. And mm-hmm. so when it was like super but they also don't like, you know, drowning. <laughs> Cuz who does like drowning? Um so like when it gets really really hot and dry outside, they come in and they like they like seek asylum or whatever but when it like gets really like rainy they also come in Ew. that's like awful but we'd we'd like gotten the the problem like kind of down to like a better place i guess i spent like 200 dollars on like bug killers and stuff oh my gosh and we had like been spraying every day and then it like sucked because a lot of the days like we'd spray and then it would rain and we're like <sighs> but anyway the problem had like been better i'd only see like maybe one or two a day which like that's not that big of a deal like that like they're annoying but yeah they don't actually hurt anything they're just this Mm -hmm. stupid little invasive species but it was raining really hard the other night and i almost had an aneurysm yeah like i i almost burned this place down i'm not gonna lie like i was considering it like i I was so mad. That's terrible. So, like, I got the poison, and I, like, locked Arlie in our room, and I, like, just poured the poison on them, and I was like, please just die. Because there was, like, 50, like, in a corner, and I kept finding more, 
and like I killed like a ton and like smushed them all with a paper towel and I was like going to throw it away and I stepped on like four. I was like, <sighs> okay. Well, and like your life is terrible. I uh, had like a fruit fly infestation again. Like no, no, no. That was just oh recently. Um, well, before that, it was like a fly like mm-hmm. infestation. That was a while ago. This time it was fruit. Those little gnats. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, howdy, were they everywhere! And the it just made me want to die. So I feel you. Bugs are the worst. I yeah, don't know why they exist. I, like some bugs, like I get it. Like and like <laughs> my boss was telling me, like she at her house, like there's like they have like the big like wolf spiders, which like they're harmless. Like wolf spiders are literally harmless. Mm. They're not venomous. They don't like they're just creepy looking because they're spiders, right? And I was like, I don't like spiders. I don't like bugs. But I would take a spider over these things because at least spiders do something. Mm. These things just invade. Like, they serve literally no purpose. Oh, that's awful. Other than to annoy the ever-living crap out of me. Um, well, yeah. That's horrifying. And, and spiders won't eat them because they smell bad. I'm shook. Like, the sadistic part of me really comes out with these things. Like, right. Because Tyler was like, well, what do you – like, why, Like, what, what do you want? I was like, I want their entire species to go extinct. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I'm so freaking tired of these things. I want literally every single one of them to die. Incredible. Look at um, you go. Um, and I, he was like – I was like, I can try to make that happen. I was like, you can't make that happen. Because even if you kill all of the ones that are in our apartment – it's not all of the ones that exist, and I'm not going to have you go on this weird quest to kill all of the millipedes in the world. I mean, he's offering to do a quest, and that's it's the thought that counts. It is the thought that counts. But it's, he, it, his, the re, his reasoning for wanting to do that was the same reason that you and I try to make people feel better sometimes is, hey, you being upset is making me upset. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Big mood. Um, but since I've been dealing with these things so much, like millipede and centipede stuff like keeps popping up and I'm like, go away. I don't care. Like get them away from me. Mm-hmm. Like my sister-in-law was telling me that their old house that they recently moved out of, like she woke up one morning to do like one evening, like in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and she like saw like a shadow on the shower curtain. And I was like, don't you dare tell me what I think you're about to tell me. And she didn't tell me what she thought, what I thought she was going to tell me. But she was like, yeah, I like looked up and there was like a centipede. Like a huge centipede on the shower curtain. And it was like, and she like pulls up a picture of like what the kind it was. And it was this huge venomous centipede. Because uh, most centipedes are actually venomous. Oh my gosh. And it was like freaking huge. And I was like, huh. That house would have literally been burned down. Oh, I would have set the shower curtain on fire. Just I would have think set about the it. shower curtain on fire. Oh my gosh! Like I would. Have I set don't the know if I would recover. Oh, speaking of bugs, Chase and I have adopted a caterpillar. We. It is going to be. It's like a huge caterpillar, 
and it's gonna we looked it up and it's a polyphemus moth which are like those huge oh, so moths huge moth yeah yeah and so we named it mr polyphemus of course i greet him every day um he's my friend um don't i don't like to look too closely at him because he makes me nauseous like his face is horrifying to me um i like but, that but that's also how you describe chase uh yes <laughs> That would be terrible. I love him. His face makes me nauseous. I don't know. That'd be terrible. Um, but I love Mr. Polyphemus, and um, we discovered that it's probably going to be a pretty long-term pet because they are in their cocoon for, like, the whole winter. So we were like, oh, whoops. We originally picked it up because one of our friend's kids had been collecting caterpillars, and we were going to give it to her. We're not crazy. But then they moved and they're like, we don't have time for caterpillars. Mm. And we're like, well, now we, it's ours now. Like we are taking care of this thing. It is our pet. Like we have adopted it. Mr. Polyphemus is everything to me. Um, but also I want him to be far away from me always <laughs> because he is horrible. Um <laughs> So there you go. That's my pet story. Someday. It's a pretty big update if you think about it. I'm worried about him because uh, Chase and I are going to Denver tomorrow for like a week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is Mr. Polyphemus going to be okay? You're going to come back and he's going to have starved to death because you didn't feed like, him enough we, food. Like, we are, so Chase has like a, like a greenhouse, like a little portable greenhouse thing. Because of course he does. It's a plant boy. Um, Apple boy. But he, we like got all these like branches. Um, and so Mr. Polyphemus just crawls around on the branches and eats the leaves. But we have to like spritz the leaves so that he like doesn't, you know, dry out and die. Um, so I don't know. I know. I'm a little worried. But there I know it's go. awful. But, like, all I can think about is y'all coming back and just finding this dried corpse of a caterpillar. Don't say that! Because I think that would no. be really awful, but also Mr. really Mr. Polyphemus! Listen, I'm feeling very hostile towards, like, most well, bugs yeah, right wormy now. bugs with lots of legs. That makes like, sense to me. caterpillars are cute, though. Like, some of them, this but also some caterpillars fluffy. are venomous. Uh, yeah, we made sure that it wasn't going to be because there's like this. Um, fluffy. There's a super fluffy one. That's Yeah, that was what I was thinking when you said fluffy. I was like, I hope it's not. No, he's not ones. like fluffy. I really just mean he's fat. He's just so big. He's so big. He's big and green. Um, yeah. And he has these little legs. Um, I just, his face. I can't <laughs> stand The caterpillar from a bug's life. It's kind of like the caterpillar from A Bug's Life, except for instead of that cute little cartoon face, it's this horror. He has horror, like a real, like, actual. <laughs> it's this horrifying thing that looks like it has four mouths. Probably does. Like, absolute. Like, I can't. That's We've been talking for 10 minutes about bugs. I feel like we probably should get to our topic. I just um, realized. Uh... I don't now even, that Claire has gone into her parenting uh, yes. experience as a caterpillar. 
That's how you're going to transition? That's no, your segue? Really no, because I was thinking a minute ago, I was like, that's how you're going to describe your kids is like ugly and awful and you don't want them near you most of the time, but they're also like cute and you love them. That's. I feel like that's how someday you will describe your children. Uh, no, my future children will be beautiful because I'm beautiful. Think about it. My genes are killer. Um, though it kind of would be funny to have an ugly baby. I mean, not in the best way, of course, like, but just like a baby that looks like an old man or something like that'd be hilarious. I would get a kick out of that. I'm going to have the boss baby. This thing is horrifying looking. What are you looking at right now? The polyphemus moth. Oh, its no, legs you Googled are it. Freaking terrifying. It's just its head. Uh, because its legs are super hairy and terrifying. No, I oh, make sure you're looking at like the, the polyphemus moth. Yeah, I know. But like he... The baby, like baby, baby caterpillar looks really, really different than the, like the older caterpillar. So this one is fat and green and not fuzzy at all, I think. Hold on. Sorry. I'm, I'm too, I'm so focused on this right now. Yeah, that's him. It's. His face. I hate it. Its face kind of looks like, like a, like what? The I hate it. I honestly kind of do too. But I love like, him. You know what there, I mean? There are cute caterpillars and then there are this. No, it's just the head. No. Think about its mm. little body. Its head Plump. looks like something out of like alien. It's awful. It looks like a xenomorph almost. It makes me want to die. Like this is terrifying. I hate it. Yeah. So I just um, can't Claire, look too directly at him. So Claire's a caterpillar mom. Yep. Uh, to a horrifying monster. Yep. Um. All right, I'll never get that image out of my brain. Yeah. Imagine seeing him every day. <sighs> Mr. Polyphemus. Mm, I kind of hate it. Okay. All right. Well. We decided that our topic this week is going to be like parents slash kind of just, I guess, family. Mm-hmm. Um, we were thinking about like parenthood, but then we realized like – then I reminded Claire that neither of us have actual children. No. Um, so we can't speak to that. anytime soon. No. At all. No. Um, like my brothers both have kids, so I've like seen that. Um, but obviously that's not the same as like having your own children, but it's funny because Tyler was sick over the weekend. He still is kind of sick. He had a really bad ear infection. And, um, I can't remember what day it was, but he had like a weird fever dream and I was sitting in here in the office and he comes in and he like sits on the floor and he goes, I had the weirdest dream. We had a kid. Mm. And he was so cute. And I was like, no. Someday we can have a child. But right now we cannot. Did I ever do this is well, this is all the, the the are the you voodoo thing. About the yeah. ring thing? Yes, I remember you, you were very drunk. Was I? That checks out. You did um, it to me, Taryn, and Morgan. You what was your uh results? I don't remember. You don't remember? Because I don't remember either because obviously. Well, I don't remember because I don't put a lot of stock in those kinds of things. Shut up about it. Everyone so, like, 
I've been right, okay? Um, obviously, I don't like believing in or anything, <laughs> but I have been right every time. So, mine says that I'm going to have two kids, uh, two girls, and it says my sister is going to have five children, and it said that my parents were going to have two girls and a boy, and that's what they have. Well, of course it said that. They already have two girls and a boy, you weirdo. And then for my friend Emma, it said that her first kid was going to be a boy, and her first kid's a boy. I'm just saying. I'm always right. But um, it's it's this, like, old Dutch, like, old wives' tale. I think it's Dutch. Um, with, like, a ring, and it, like, goes over, and if it, um, your hand, and if it, uh, like, your palm, and if it swings in a line, it's a girl, and if it swings in a circle, it's a boy. I think that that's right. And I do it to people... And I'm right. And so basically, I wanted to know what Kimmy's were, but she doesn't remember. I don't remember because, as previously stated, I was intoxicated. So I think I get a pass for not remembering. Um, but there you go. Anyway, because um, you and you were talking about Tyler's dream and it said a little boy. I was like, oh, did the voodoo say that your first kid would be a boy? Because then, now the voodoo is aligning with dream prophecy. And that's cute. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, he had a fever dream that we had a little boy. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us are ready for children. We, like, no. Haven't even been married a year. Like we haven't even been married a year, though that is coming up in a couple of weeks. So first year our one year anniversary is coming up. Um, but yeah, like there's no kids in the future. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, not yet. I am not ready to be a mom. Mm -mm. (laughs) Like. And we had like a small scare a couple of weeks ago. Oh dear! And it wasn't it wasn't an actual scare. It was me being anxious. Um, right. My period was okay, late. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. And my period was like a couple of weeks late, which I've never really been regular in my life anyway. So like in the past, that was never a big deal. But I was like, my period's late, and I've been having a lot of headaches. I've been feeling funky. And, like, I'd been losing a lot of weight, and then, like, suddenly I was, like, not losing weight. I was gaining a couple of pounds, which could be attributed to the fact that I was, like, you know, eating junk food Mm. for a couple of days. And, like, also when you're in weight loss and if you're working out and stuff like that, like, you're going to plateau every once in a while and start gaining a few pounds. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong. But, like, then there was that, and then I said – there was something else, and Tyler was, like – uh, oh, and then like smells always get to me no matter what. Like smell, like I have headaches. I've always had bad headaches. Mm-hmm. But, like smells always get to me and stuff. But like I sprayed the Clorox like toilet cleaner, and like almost vomited from the smell. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't do well with this smell, but it usually doesn't give me that. Like I don't usually have that kind of reaction. 
Right. And then, of course, Tyler's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But then he pauses and he's like, you've been eating a lot of cherries lately. And you never like – I didn't even know you liked cherries. He's like, have you, and you've been craving cherries. And I was like, let's correct you there. I'm not craving cherries. It's just – when I get snacky, those are healthier than chips. Um, but yeah, we're good. We're good. Like nothing. But it was really funny because even Tyler started kind of because at first he was like, you're just being paranoid. And then he like started like buying it. And he's like, but what if you are? And I was like, like, no. And we were both like logical side was like, no, not pregnant. Like there's no way. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's that not, not a mother, not going to be for a while as long as I have anything to say about right. it. I think that's maybe part of the thing is that like, I still feel like a kid and I know I understand to all the people who have like had kids while they're in their early twenties, um, or young, like, I don't even know, like. Everyone is different and everyone, like, what mm -hmm. feels right for them and their circumstances, that is all over the place in terms of there's no specific age. However, I'm 25. I feel like a child, you know? Like, like oh, my gosh, yes. Like, I still feel like a small child. Like, because I'm thinking, okay, so my sister-in-law just turned 31. My, my niece just turned six. So she had my niece when she was, you know, 30, almost, not 30. Uh, 24 almost 25 goodness yeah so like exactly like my age yep and like my cousin had her first like pretty young and like I get that that's great that's great for them I'm really glad that they were in a position and like in a situation oh, I know. in life and they were ready for that they felt ready for that but I'm also just like I, st I do legit feel like a child mm -hmm. like I keep having to remind myself that I have adult responsibilities and that I am an adult. Like I, like Tyler and I are living in an apartment. We're probably going to be in an apartment. We're going to be renting for a while. That's, that's not even a question, but like we've been looking into we're like, we're trying to start saving to, to get a house someday and do all of those things. And it's like, it's crazy. All of the things that go into buying and then owning a house yep like when i when i do that i like it's even more of a oh i'm an adult yeah and i'm not okay with that yeah gonna be honest not okay yeah i i think so I was thinking the other day about, like, what – I know, okay. <laughs> I, know, I feel like I have to give all these caveats. Like, obviously, I'm not a parent. I'm not planning on being a parent anytime soon. But, like, thinking about, like, how I would want to parent or, like, what I would want to do, I started thinking about homeschooling. That would be so cute. And that was, like, a oh whole, like, path my – brain went down but like the the pros and cons of all of it and like then um because I've never been a huge fan um of the idea 
Like, which is kind of funny because I know for a fact you were homeschooled. All the way it through, was, it's yeah. not like, uh, no, I, to- I totally it, understand it. I totally understand where you're coming from. I think, but the main reason I wasn't a fan was because of like my one really interaction with it growing up was my cousins. Oh yeah. And I think that they did it well. all the wrong ways. And so like, obviously there's a bit of like a, um, it's not, I wouldn't say that I've ever had like a stigma against it. I mean, maybe I have, maybe that's what it was, but I'd be, and it'd be fair because it is something that is very often done. But I think, I think I was just like, because my, um, cousins and like my aunt and uncle, they did it because, um, they thought that like that it was like to like separate themselves like from everything, you know? Like to kind of go go bubble on it, you know? Like they and I think I could see some of the logic, right? Like they didn't like how public schools did this or that. Um and they wanted to do things like their way or whatever it was. And they were super like uh, religious about a lot of stuff so they wanted like their religious beliefs to be really front and center all that jazz mm-hmm. I'm not saying any of that is particularly crazy though but I was never a fan of this idea of like separating for the sake of separation yeah isolating um, your children that's I'm not a fan thing. of that because I find that like socialization is like one of the most important <laughs> factors of being a kid children Um, who grow up in isolation typically become sociopathic killers oh (laughs) jeez okay cool Um, sorry yeah yeah and so but I realized that I had like been at least like I was like oh I like everyone can do their own thing like good for them like so I started to change where I was like you know other people um like go go for it like girl get it or whatever um depending on whoever it was like that's a lot of work like you go kind of thing is more how I started thinking about it and then I'm realizing like some of the good stuff that I'd be interested in and that mainly has to do with ah this is so embarrassing because like Chase and I are only dating goodness gracious but like the way that he is he likes learning mm-hmm. and he's very curious and he basically taught himself most of the things that he knows. Um, and so he was always really into the idea of homeschooling because he's like, he's done like metal work and mm-hmm uh gardening and uh he done did all these chemical experience experiments and one time something blew up and burned his eyebrows off like he he made jewelry he just like all this different stuff homeschooling can be very fun and you do with it like that's what's great about homeschooling is it's customized to who you are so like Mom didn't have a lot of time 
to really be there as we got older because she ended up needing to go back to work part-time. But like, I think it has great potential for things that public school either can or won't do. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm not blaming anyone in particular because, you know, when you have thousands of kids that you need to, you know, educate, you know, there are certain things you need to do. But in public school, kids are labeled a lot faster. Like, oh, this one's a slow learner or, oh, this one's really advanced or, oh, this one is this. Oh, yeah. And there are tons my, of problems with public schools. But, like, like I, I think that that's what it was is that I was always successful within public mm-hmm. schools. But I'm realizing now, what if that's, like, a weird go with me here, but, like, privilege, you know what I mean, kind of thing? Like, well, it's a the way my brain worked just happened to work it, out it just kind of thing on what clicks and it's also it also depends on who you like how like personality mm-hmm. like you enjoy like and so i remember my mom my, my cousins were both homeschooled as well mm-hmm. all the way through and when my mom first started with i think one of my brothers i think it was my oldest brother um like my oldest brother like i think i think it was reading and he like just wasn't picking it up and i remember my aunt like because my mom was a school teacher. My mom my mom has like got a degree in education. <laughs> like she taught for a few years. She really loved like special ed, like early childhood. But she was struggling cuz like she'd been she was used to like teaching in public schools and my aunt like told her like put it down for a year or however long and when he's ready to pick it up, he will pick it up and he will do just fine. Hmm. And he did. And like there's nothing wrong with him. He is incredibly intelligent like it's not that he was slow it's just that he wasn't ready yeah to like learn that yet and my mom like looks back now and she's like oh yeah he would have been labeled as like slow and he would have been put into like like special education classes and stuff like that when he didn't actually need them Mm. because he just wasn't ready and like my sister-in-law is homeschooling my nephew uh right now i think my my niece is now old enough um but they go on like field trips and they do little crafts and they do all kinds of stuff like they do because she she gets she can stay home with them and so they they do their school at home they do all kinds of different things like I learned a ton of different stuff like growing up that you know I now realize that friends that I had in public school did not learn or like Tyler didn't learn when he was in public school and stuff like that and like what do you mean you didn't, you know? And so it, there's a lot of potential, I think. Yeah. I think there are pros and cons to both because, like, my other niece is in public school and she absolutely loves it oh, for the yeah. social aspect, right? Like, um, And she has all these friends. Um, I think those who do homeschool, you have to put more effort – like, you have to make a very conscious effort to make sure that your children get the chance to be social. Yeah. But public school kids can end up just as isolated and antisocial. Oh, I know. There's, so. I really do think there's pros and cons to both, and I really mm-hmm. do think it just kind of comes down to a lot of circumstances. Because, like, and how you do it. I was always thinking, like, I wouldn't want to, like, potentially screw my kids up because, like, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always felt – I think this is, like, what I was getting at. And, again, so embarrassing because, like, Chase and I aren't even (laughs) 
like married or like we're not anyway. Um, but basically it never, I would have never even considered even like thinking about it as like a thought exercise before seeing how like it can be both people, both parents, you know, depending on what the yeah. circumstances are. It's not just like, hey, One like you're the, you know, you're the girl, you're the mom, like or stay home, don't have a career and just like do this now. Um, and I was like, never, I was like, I don't, I just don't want the responsibility of like, I don't know how to teach a kid how to read. I don't, I don't. So anyway, <laughs> you see what I mean? Like where I was going, but then like having someone who's really different than you who has different things and how um, in theory, because Chase and I are both in grad school, we would like whatever careers we end up going into potentially would be really flexible. And like, I don't know, I just think all these different like circumstantial things could like allow for like opening my mind to like a lot of different like there is no one set way to do it to do homeschooling public school to do parenting in general like there is no like one right way that you live your life you know and I think that I was just like it was really fun for me to like sit there and think about it and also I remembered that like I have been homeschooled because when Belize, Belize me and my family moved to Belize when I was in high school and I did online school and so that was not my mom sitting down with me with, like, math flashcards because, one, I'm in high school. And so it was self-taught, essentially, through this program. And, and you weren't going to a physical place. And my brain had to rewire to this different type of learning. And that ended up being one of the most, like, valuable experiences um, in terms of, like, my education because I had always used the social aspect as, like, one of my main ways of like navigating school that like all my teachers really liked me and it was really easy for me to understand what it was that I was trying to like accomplish now I'm not saying that like my teachers like me so I always got A's but like I never struggled to get an A um because like I knew I tested well I knew how to do all of that and I like mm -hmm. knew the system and when I was put into a new system like I realized that there wasn't any of that to navigate behind um and so I really just had to like know the material um and I didn't <laughs> so I figured out how to like self-pace and stuff so useful so useful um so I was like dang oh and then that was the other thing like my parents moved me to a different country. I don't think that that would be a good idea for a lot of families. But, like, for my family, it was actually really beautiful. Not perfect. But, like, getting to experience another culture with your family um, was, like, really, really cool. So, I don't know. I think, I mean, one thing... I one thing that's really cool, like, about homeschooling, 
because obviously I did not I didn't experience public school at all like my first experience in a classroom in a school setting was I started taking junior college classes when I was a junior in high school um, and that was my first you know school setting but it was still pretty small but one of the coolest things about growing up and being homeschooled was we could go on vacation at any time in the year. Mm. So we specifically always went on vacation when school was in session because places were empty and it was really fun. Like that was always really cool for me. Um, I remember we went skiing. We used to go skiing every year to this little place in New Mexico and it was close enough to one of the schools that they would take the kids on like field trips to go skiing for a day or whatever. And like one of the school groups almost kidnapped me because they didn't believe that I wasn't supposed to be with them. Uh, (laughs) But it's a, it's a weird balance because I didn't realize, (laughs) like I was not nearly as sheltered as other homeschool kids that I have met. I will say that I was, I, I did have, friends and a social life and stuff like that. But I was pretty sheltered. Like I, I'm not going to deny that I, that I wasn't like, that I was sheltered, but then I don't know. It was just really cool. Like I think it opened a lot of doors for us as a family to kind of get to do different things and go different places. And, um, Mm -hmm. we learned in different ways, but at the same time, and this goes to different stuff of like ADHD and Mm. like all my anxiety and stuff because I was very much, and I still am this kind of person and I don't mind doing it. And I, I will most, I enjoy learning. I love learning. I hate feeling stupid. Mm. And if I don't understand something, my automatic like reaction is that I feel stupid. So that was my problem a lot growing up was when I ran, when I hit a wall or when I got really tired or my when my attention span got too short, I wasn't learning anymore. I wasn't enjoying it. Um, so there were a lot of shortcomings with that, which I don't think are any one person's fault. Yeah. And on top of that, we didn't know that I had ADHD. And that was literally why we couldn't get me to focus on school for more than, you know, five minutes. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. But I think... I think it'd be adorable for you to homeschool your kids. Oh, it'd be so mm-hmm. cute because they would. That would be really fun because, since because of how weird, you, like both you and Chase are. Yes, they would learn so many cool things mm-hmm. that like not everyone knows. Yeah, and now granted, they're gonna learn that no matter what because they're gonna have you as parents. But like, that'd be really cool. Yeah, because I mean, and, and obviously, like. You're social enough, especially, that, like, your kids are going to have friends. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. It was just, like, really cool to, like, think through, like... And there are homeschool groups in every town mm-hmm. There uh, that usually have, like, hey, homeschool-sponsored sports. So, like, yeah. I had a friend in gymnastics. She was homeschooled. But she also did... She played basketball through, like, the homeschool group. Yeah. She played for the homeschool girls basketball I think the internet has also like really made like homeschooling um like different than it like maybe was 
however many years ago, you know, like COVID it, made homeschooling it, different. It, oof, that's true. Um, it's just everything's changed a lot. And I, I just think it's been really cool to, to think about it all. And oh, that reminds me, like with COVID, um, it was really interesting to follow one of my friends on Instagram. She has two little girls and she made these like pretty interesting posts about how like she was going back and forth for a long time about whether to homeschool her kids like this year. Um, and before that, like what school to go to because her kid was having problems at this one school, public versus private and like all this stuff. And like eventually she did homeschool and like it was like apparently a lot and it was really hard. And so then she was like being honest about that. And then like this year they're going back to public school, like just all this different things. And she was like saying about how what it's really taught her is that there like is no perfect solution, one, and that like how easy it is to like judge like other people's choices especially if they're like different from yours or like how she knows that like she's not like doing everything perfectly but that like she's happy that like with her friends and everything all of her friends are very like supportive of her like trying out these different things and being really real and being like I don't know what I'm doing and how like that the main important thing is like not like judging what other parents are doing <laughs> and, and i was like dang right. yeah right in terms of like educating your kids. your kids holy mackerel and like because yeah like i i think that i mean because like i judge people all the time for various things and like i think there yeah. are certain things in parenting that like need to be judged goodness gracious in terms of like if you're mean to your kids or something like if you're neglectful or neglectful cruel or, or mean to your kids to your children then, um, yeah, you deserve yeah to be judged i'm gonna be judging you mm -hmm. um but in terms of like what it means for like different decisions that like you make for your family or whatever i just it's amazing to me that like parents are even like like when when parents are just trying to make the best decision for their kids like mm -hmm. no matter what they do I'm like man that's amazing like you go because it's so like, hard you, gotta, you popped a baby out you, you like and like goodness it's so interesting because like there I don't know how strong the stigma is now obviously I'm grown up I don't have children my mom like my mom and I were talking about that not long ago not like the homeschooling thing, but how she has those kind of surreal moments mm. where it's like, oh my gosh, all of my children are adults. Mm. And I was like, I have those surreal moments of like, oh my gosh, I'm an we're adult. all adults. Yeah. Like my brothers, my oldest brother turned 31 this year. My other brother will turn 30 this December. I just turned 24. Like, I'm not just, like, early. Like, I'm getting into, like, I'm mid-20s. Like, if we're counting, like, mid, like, where the middle of the 20s are, <laughs> I am now in the middle. <laughs> you know? Insane. Like, it's so weird to think. Like, we're in our mid-20s. We're not just, oh, early 20s. You know, we're so young. Like, we're in our mid-20s. So, but anyway, but 
like thinking about that, like growing up, I always knew that there was this thing, like people looked at us differently because we were homeschooled. It was very clear that people treated us differently because we were homeschooled. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I know I've talked to Tyler about this recently because we've discussed very briefly, like whether or not we would own a homeschool. And I was like, I'm way too lazy for that. Oh man. <laughs> like if we're being honest, at least right now with, at the point that I'm in, in my, and my mind might change, you know, in five, six, seven years, however long before we have yeah, kids, but like. But you're not your mom and you're like. I'm not my mom. Uh, <laughs> she has patience beyond what I have. Um, but like I always knew people were looking at us differently. People thought of us differently. People mm-hmm. spoke to us differently. Um, other kids thought I was weird because mm-hmm. I was homeschooled. Um, other parents were condescending to my mom. Uh that sucks. They, you know, they, I remember as I got into high school and as like my brothers graduated and they went off and did stuff, like people were surprised that we were smart. Like that was a huge thing was people were like shocked that we weren't stupid. Yeah. Um, especially like my oldest brother was very quiet. Um, and he didn't talk very much. But then Patrick was a very loud social butterfly and people just kind of assumed that he was stupid. Like they just – they underestimated him a lot. Hmm. Um, and, you know, now look at him. Like, like he's super successful. He's a nurse. He keeps getting different little – like he Man, gave me – The like medical field. His, yeah. He gave me one of his business cards not long ago and I came across it in my wallet and I was looking at it and like all these letters behind his name. And I was like, I knew you were a BSRN, but like what are all of these? <laughs> What are all of these letters? When did you get these? Like, so it's so, it's so interesting. But I know that people's viewpoint has changed over the past, like, four or five years, especially. And especially with COVID in the last couple of years, people are kind of realizing this is really hard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not, like, kids aren't just going to be stupid. Like, that's, that's not, like, kids are inherently pretty intelligent yeah you just have to like they want to learn yeah I think you're so right about like how COVID has affected everything like the the fact that parents were trying to decide like if public school or sending their kids to school was even safe like that's so hard and I think that that's what like my friend on Instagram was trying to get at like that you know it was a sort of a lose-lose situation in terms of like people's approval Mm-hmm. Because if you sent your kids to school, people were going to say, you're a terrible parent. You're putting your kid in danger. And if you didn't send your schools to say, like, are you just, like, are you scared? Like, blah, blah, blah. like, it was just a nightmare. And I can't imagine being a parent through COVID. <laughs> um, like, so I'm really glad just, I'm not. Um, yeah. It's just insane. Like, I... Because even thinking about it now, like, I don't – it's it's weird to think about a time when, like, my brothers didn't have kids now. Because, mm. I mean, my oldest – my nephew turned eight back in June. Like, he's eight. It's crazy to me. But it's like, my brothers are – they're dads. Yeah. That's like, they weird. have kids that, like, call them dad and are, like – they are responsible for the lives of these small humans. And it's so weird to think about of like someday I'm going to be a 
parent, I'm going to be responsible for kids. Like, because so over the weekend, um, Tyler and I, we've been eating a little bit healthier lately. We've been trying to not eat out because we've been spending way too much money on that. But we splurged a little bit over the weekend. Um, and then we we got donuts the other morning. Yum. And you, I sent you that Snapchat. I don't know if you yeah. got to hear. Did you hear it? Did you turn the sound on? Oh, wait. I guess not. I, I sent a Snapchat to you on whatever day it was. And, and uh, the donut place that we went to. Oh, that, yes. No, I mm-hmm. did put the sound on no, for that. I, I couldn't remember. I, didn't, I don't think I realized that that was a donut place. I didn't put that together yeah, in my head. It, it didn't like show explicitly. Um, I just put in the I just put in the caption of like we finally go to go get donuts. Like, but, like oh, we I remember that now. Donuts mm-hmm. and this place like it was cute and cool. like it's this like, but they had like swings like the like the wooden swings like with the chains, but they'd uh, like and rightfully so they'd attached the chains like they chained the seat so you couldn't like actually swing. Yeah. But they had they were like anchored to the ground chains. And there was this these two women there. And like I don't want to be that person without kids that's like judging these moms. I know. But at the same time, this is something that I'm going to judge them for at least slightly because they didn't attempt to stop the kids. Yeah. And I sent Claire and a couple of other people this Snapchat video. Um because these girls, they're, these two girls were, like, swinging back and forth and, like, trying to force the swing and, like, slamming their feet against the wall where the swings were. And it was loud. Like, loud. Like, you can't the hear Snapchat yourself was bad loud. because it was just, it was so echoey, like, the metal hitting metal. It was also like, echoey. Clank, yeah. clank, clank. And, like, it like, echoed it throughout the concrete, like... It and was, you were and, indoors, and like we were indoors. That's so loud. We we don't usually stay when we get to go to places like that. But I was like, I want to sit and like eat my donut mm-hmm. and like drink my coffee. And Tyler gets very easily like overstimulated yeah. when it comes to noise because his AD, his ADD is much worse than mine, so he can't figure out which noise to focus on, um, and it really disorients him. And so he was way overwhelmed and I was just annoyed because I was like, these two moms were taught, these two women were talking and it's like, I get it. You know, you want to have some time out with your friend, but I'm like, at least try like something. Cause I was like, and I, and I know it sounds awful, but I was like sitting there thinking, I was like, man, if my nieces or nephews were doing that, my sister-in-laws would not be having it. Right. At- all no like, i know like it's am- like it's amazing how well behaved like those kids are and like my my sister-in-laws like i know they do spank like i'm not gonna like because i i and i don't think that there's a problem with spanking as long as you're not doing it like for the wrong reasons if that makes sense because mm. i do know that there are parents that do it to like take their anger out jeez but like i well, remember when abuse. my cousin when my cousin first had her first kid, I remember, like, the first time she spanked her son, she, like, was crying. Cause she's like, I don't want to spank him, but I need, like, I need him to know that, like, this can't be a thing that you're doing regularly like you are right now. And it was like, you, it's a consequence. Like, and it's not like you're, you're not spanking them to hurt them. 
Mm. And you should not be spanking them hard. <laughs> you know? Mm. It's not like you're winding up. It's just like... But my sister-in-law was laughing the other day because, like, my niece had kicked the other her sister. And she was like, we don't even spank them anymore. Like, unless it gets really, really bad. We only spank them for, like, really, like, when nothing else has worked and they've been to multiple timeouts is when they spank. And she was like, so I don't really know where she's getting this whole kick the other thing, but... <laughs> Cause it was funny because it was the younger of the sister. So like my oldest niece runs in and she's like, mommy, she kicked me. And she's like, what the heck are you doing? Where did you learn to kick? You don't go to school. You're home with me all day. And she's like, we don't do anything like this. But it was just really funny. Oh man. But I was like, you know, they, they misbehave. They do things. But in public, they're really well behaved and they like respect other people. And I, it was just like. I don't want to be judgy, but I was like, I know. I think, because like that was the thing, is that I was thinking about it, is I was like, what? Because I, just real quick, because I do need to go. But like, um, I was thinking about it and I was like, I said earlier, like not judging parents or whatever, but I also think that, um, like, it's hard because in many ways, like, I think it is, (laughs) go with me here, it is good to judge parents because parents are the adults, parents are the ones. Like, it, they, know they are they are the ones in charge of kids who aren't in charge of themselves. So if a kid is doing something wild, it's not it is the parents' responsibility to. And like, like if a ten, if a kid is like, like turning out like it's like um that kid's too young to be like like it's kind of on you at this point. Like I don't know. I think there's such a balance, and so I don't know about all of that, but I also feel like it'll maybe be a little bit easier for like you and I to have like clear stances on how we view other parents when you and I would actually be parents. Cause it's, that's, I think why we're like kind of leaning on the more not judging side because uh, we don't have any. (laughs) it's, It's this weird line, right? Because it's like, there's a lot of thoughts swirling around. I'm trying to organize them really quickly. Um, because it's for one, as the parent, you are literally setting the standard for what they think is socially acceptable yeah. and what isn't. Yeah. You are shaping who they will be in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. So like there I mean it's a generational problem where there's like a lot of people who don't respect like other people's property and they don't respect like you know other people and they don't um they don't know how to act like in public around other people. And it's like, that is the parent's job. Like teach them like, Hey, this is how you need to behave in a public space. This is how you need to behave towards other people. Like in general. Yeah. But it's also like, I know that uh, so many parents like expect their kids to be like emotionally mature or something uh like that. When it's like, you're, you're the, you're the adult, like you're the adult. They, they are the kid. They are the kid. They need you to help them figure out how to handle different things, how to deal with emotions, how to deal and to interact with others, how to like do all of that. Like you're teaching them all the time because like they're a child. Um, they, they, this, a lot of these situations are literally brand new to them. And so, and so they're still trying to like, they're looking to you to, to help them. Um, but yeah, like, like last thing from me, like, 
I respect my mom a lot for for one. She like she was the mom that was one hundred percent not afraid to embarrass us. <laughs> she was not afraid to discipline us in public, and it wasn't cruel. It's funny. It was just like we will leave this grocery basket right here in the middle of Walmart, and we will go to the car and we will go home. And then when dad gets home from work later, I will come back to the store and you will stay home with dad and you don't get to come back if you don't behave. Yeah. Or, oh, you're sitting with your friend in church, but you're not behaving and you're making a, like, you know, a big scene or whatever. Like people, like, I will come down there and I will grab you by your ear and you will come back and you will sit with us. (laughs) Oh, man. Like she was not afraid to embarrass us. Which, like, at the time, you know, was horrifying. And I don't agree 100% with us, with with it, with how she did everything. But, like, I respected it. Yeah. I know. Oh, that <laughs> she, was the other thing. She was not afraid. That was the other thing I was going to say, just as, like, our kind of final thing. Because but I feel like we just ramped up at the very end. But anyway, final thing is that, like, also, both you and I have a good relationship with our parents. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's going to mm-hmm. affect the way that we view things. Because, like, if we had grown up in, like, abusive environments or something, you know our stance on parenting would be, like, completely, like, that would uh, really affect it. Because I know that my parents, because they both went through kind of crappy stuff when they were children, they had really strong views about how they were going to parent, like, in in like in hindsight you know like in looking at all of the stuff that they've gone through we don't want that to happen for our kids like all this different stuff so like it's it's hard but it's it's like yeah we we can't even start on the the whole abusive thing because like that's a whole nother story it really is which basically is just like if you abuse your your children um why are you why are you having (laughs) why do you exist like this okay anyway um, but anyway Thanks, thanks for listening. For listening. Um, this was this was an interesting one um, because it's. I think it's so broad. Oh yeah, well, well we started off with like something super yeah. broad. We were like, just talk about our thoughts, uh, whatever. Yeah, let's just talk about family. Yeah, Where what does that even mean? Has a caterpillar. Child. I have a caterpillar child named Mr. Polyphemus. Um, she's gonna go visit him now. Okay. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know, you know, what you thought. You can tweet at us or whatever mm-hmm. or keep your thoughts to yourself i don't know <laughs> um we'll uh and we'll see we'll you next time we're back yeah yeah we'll see you next time all right Bye.